Hey, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Being Trans. I know over the last several episodes, we've had the opportunity to have me read my book. Um, we're going to take a break this week, uh, simply because I need a break. There's a lot of stress that's involved in someone's personal story, and sometimes rehashing some of the um, the feelings and emotions that existed around that story can be quite heavy. And it's okay to take a break now. It's okay to let yourself off the hook, so to speak. Now, one of the things I wanted to address that is quite um, a change for me is something's happened that's been a positive in my life. And I wanted to talk a bit about it, but I need to give some, um, I need to put in a little bit of a forward here for you, okay? A little bit of a warning. I do not speak for women. I don't. I don't even speak for my whole community because I don't. What I do speak for is common sense and a greater understanding of my community and how it impacts so many parts of our lives. Not only the transgender lives, but the lives of everyone else that is around us. Be it from our friends, to our neighbors, to our children. And some of us even have children. And some of them are biological, and some are not. But they're still our children. Now, one of the things I wanted to bring up is I was asked to do this. I did not seek it out because originally when I first saw the, the request for people to um, come forth and join in this opportunity or to apply for this opportunity, I thought to myself, I don't speak for women. I don't. I don't speak for trans women either. But I got this uh, wonderful invitation from one of the organizers. And they said, you tend to be a very well-spoken and outspoken defender. You stand up for where you feel the rights should be. And you're kind of an advocate. And I'm... I said, well, I don't try to be. I just try to talk a little common sense. And if people listen, well, this is a wonderful opportunity. And we all grow from that chance that I give by simply talking common sense. And I wasn't trying to be conceited. I wasn't trying to be rude. I wasn't trying to be anything. I was just being myself. And she said, I want you to apply. I would like you to apply. I think you could do a good job. And I, I thought about it. I really did. I, I, I sat back and I was like, I have a sense of anonymity behind my computer screen. I have a sense of who, what, where and what I need to do as a person. 
don't think I wanted it down that far, but well, I'll, we'll go with it. Um, and I, I wasn't really sure that I was making the correct choice. But I looked and I said, hey, you know, I'm willing to go to the class. I'm willing to have a conversation about these subjects. I just don't know if I'm your person. I just don't know if you've got the right person to to be asking to do this. This is a this is a a, a hell of a of a responsibility. Um, but this friend said, just 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 apply, just apply, and we'll see where we go from there. Okay, so the application came, and I spent the time filling it out. And I thought a lot about it. And then I was told there was an interview process because if they liked you on paper, they had to talk to you in person. Like any any kind of job or anything that is important, you want to make sure you have the right people um, working with you because it's important. And so I went, all right, no problem. I can do an interview. I do interviews all the time. I do them publicly. I do them privately. I do interviews. <laughs> you got a question? Fire away. And the interview process went on for about 45 minutes. And it was fantastic. I got to meet a, an amazing person that I would not have met any other way. And I felt really, really blessed for that opportunity. And... I walked away thinking to myself, well, if they choose me, they choose me. If they don't, they don't. And it's going to be no skin off my back. No tears are going to fall because I didn't get this opportunity because I was never expecting to be invited. So let alone, why am I invited? And it was, I, I, I got the, the email and they said, congratulations. Now, I haven't told you exactly what's going on because I wanted to give you a forewarning because, like I said, I am not here to be a spokesman in place of someone else because I didn't want that, and I still don't. I, I'm transgender. I know what it feels like to be me don't know what it feels like to be a man, and I don't know what it feels like to be a woman. I know what it feels like to be me. And I also know what it's like to experience violence. I know what it feels like in a relationship. I know what it feels like as a child to a parent. And I know what it feels like a parent to a parent. And I know what it feels like to be a grandchild and a great-grandchild who two very important women in my life were survivors of a sexual attack and violence towards them. So without further ado, I'll tell you what I'm doing. 
I am working with Engendered Equality here in Tasmania, Australia, to be an advocate for change. A voice, a voice box, so to speak, against violence towards women. When I first sat down and, and thought about this, I thought I knew. I really did. I thought I knew about violence towards women. And I'm, I'm saying this for anybody out there. If you think you know, you don't know Jack. Unless you're one of these people. Unless you're a statistic, a statistician, or um, an officer that has to hold, be there for a woman who's been raped, or a parent whose child's been attacked, or you are someone that's been attacked. You don't know jack shit. I did not know jack fucking shit. And it's been around my life. It's been in my life. It's been in my daughter's life. It's been in my... It's been in my mom's life. It's been in my grandmother's life. It's been in my great-grandmother's life. It's been in my sister's life. I also have to put this out there. I am not a man-hater. I fervently believe that everything you choose is your choice. You either choose to be violent or you don't. It is not something that randomly happens. And we need to understand that. It's kind of like an affair. It just doesn't happen. It's planned. It's thought out. I can get away with this. No one will ever notice. And it doesn't affect me. See how that sounds? And when you start to look at it in a different light, you think to yourself, holy shit, I really don't know. And I didn't. I didn't know it all. And I'm reading the information that, that, uh, Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I was taken back by it. And then the first class, I sat back and I thought, oh my gosh, this is so much information. I, I, I'm overloading. And I mean that at the bottom of my soul, I am overloading with the information that they were given. And I was I was really devastated by what was being talked about. So I sat there and I 
I had a few tears, a few hard thoughts over the years and how it impacted my family's life. And then it was also Transgender Awareness Week. This time each year, um, there is an accounting of the lives lost that were transgender due to violence. And if you're in Australia, I have to say thank you. Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for being an amazing group of people. For another year, zero. Zero. No lives lost. That's a beautiful thing to say. America, 34 lives. 34 lives. I don't even know what to say about it. In the land that's free, these people were never free. Brazil. Brazil has the highest murder rate for transgender people in all the world. Over a hundred. Over a hundred were killed. One of the things that they that I have been reading about is what is what I've termed in my vocabulary and in the way I describe um, usage of certain words like transphobia and homophobia as soft words. They disguise the truth of what is going on. They soften it so it's more palatable to people. And as I'm reading the information and as I'm listening to it, there is a lot of we need to change the wording. We need to get back to what it is. We do not need to say that um, Jennifer was raped. Or we do not need to say she was sexually assaulted. We need to call it what it is. She was raped. Or she was sexually assaulted. We can't say she was physically harmed. We need to say that the, the what the act was. And if Bob was part of that act, we need to move pa, Bob from the back of the sentence to the front of the sentence. Bob attacked Jennifer. No, Bob raped Jennifer. We need to bring that word in there so that people can see what's happened. And not let Bob off the hook. And we need to be firmer, and we need to start holding our our um, judicial system accountable for what it's also doing. Because if we go back to Brock Turner, he raped that young lady. He really did. He raped her. He shoved sticks and leaves in her vagina. That's rape. He didn't penetrate her with his own body. And the judge gave him a slap on the wrist. And there was no buddy to hold the judge accountable because this young lady's life was forever changed. Now, if I were to change that scenario for just a moment, let's put 
this young woman as a post-op transgender individual. Okay, post-op trans woman. And she had the same attack. You didn't know that she was transgender. Is that still the same violence towards women? Yes. Yes, it is. Because you would never know. Because this person may never tell you. It's none of your business to know whether or not a trans person has received their surgery. Just as it's our choice to tell you, not your choice to know. And what Mr. Turner did to this young woman, and let's say, but, you know, she'll never, ever look at life the same way again. Never. And if that was a trans woman, she'll never look at life the same way again. She'll be, they'll both are going to be scared to leave the house. Both are going to be scared to be in an intimate relationship with anyone. Both won't know what to do. Both will experience trauma and PTSD that you and I might not understand or even comprehend because it's their trauma. It's not our trauma. Like, I've got my own share of PTSD, but I can't tell you what it feels like to be raped. I can't, you know, and heaven forbid that ever happens to me. But it does happen to my community and those in it. And the violence that we look at in my community, because I can speak for my community in this aspect, is that the violence is everywhere. There are subtle attacks and there are outright attacks. And what I, what I want to get by is a subtle attack on, some, on a trans woman might be refusal to use the proper pronoun. We hear it. You may just go, well, I'm not going to do it. And that's still an attack. Other people may go, oh, hey, Joe, Matt, female pronouns for Allie. Joe goes, yep, yep, no problem. But he doesn't say, sorry, Allie. He just goes, yep, yep, no problem. And then he keeps doing it. And that becomes the attack. And other people might go, you're just an ass, dude. You're a straight-up ass. Joe goes, I am going to be respectful, but I'm not going to use those pronouns. And then you go, how about we have a compromise? You just call me by my name, okay? Uh, what was your name before? No, 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 no. My name is Ali. Or Alina. You can call me Alina. Um, and then that that puts the onus back on him. You need to. You're the asshole. I'm not going to give you my my birth name. It's none of your business. I won't ever do that. But you can see where that subtle violence exists. And then you have people that go out of their way to create 
a violent act that will lead others to create a violent act. Now this is this is where we, we really need to take a, a long, hard look at violence towards women and towards trans women. Because however you attack me, you're still attacking a person who identifies as a woman, who lives their life as a woman, and you're attacking me. So you're still attacking women. I'm just a different color or a different shade or dressed differently. Okay? And there and it doesn't have to do with biological uh, reproduction or anything like that. We just need to get down to the basic understanding that when you attack me, you're still attacking me. And what I'm saying earlier is when we look at um, different acts of violence, and, I, and I'm one of the acts that I really want people to pay attention to is the violence that entices others to commit acts of violence. Don't think violence has to be a punch. It doesn't. It can be words. It can be refusal to accept someone's identity to a point that you belittle them. There is a podcast by a person called Crowder. And he's done it several times. It's a buzzword. He gets the right-wing people to listen to him when he goes on these little rants and raves. And one of his um, shows was called Transgenders Come for Your Children. We don't. How in the hell does that happen? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I don't bother listening to the show because it's just going to be filled with hate. And I I have always lent to the side since hearing about it is you I don't have to accept your hate. I don't have to accept that gift. Just like Buddha said, you keep that gift. It's your gift. I don't want it. And I ignore it. And you're left holding that box of hate. You can't give it to me because I'm not going to take it and hate you. I'm just going to let you have your own little episodes. And that wears on your soul. That wears on your life. And I'm not going to let it affect me. And I don't. that's why I will never listen to his podcast. And I don't suggest anybody else does. Um... And But what he has done is he's created a podcast to entice people to hate trans women and trans men. Now, we've seen this in other ways, too. You have people like J.K. Rowland. There was a lot of news for it. A lot of people are upset with her. A lot of people don't want to hear any more about it, and I'm one of them because I think she's a despicable human being for what she did. And her speaking in those ways towards a community is hate. It's violent. 
it entices more violence. And if we were to have used uh, a, the Black Lives Matter movement instead of a transgender person and what she was talking about, you end up people thinking it's okay to hate the black community or the Indian community or short people or tall people. But she didn't. She attacked the transgender community. And she enticed others to do so. She stood up and said, well, you know, this, this, and this. I support others who think the way I do. And we've seen this more and more and more. And what that does is that increases the chance of violent outbursts and violence towards the transgender community by those who don't agree with who we are. Now, we're coming up on the close. And I just want you to think, because I can go on and on and on about this, but I think you need to take a look at how you interact with women, how you interact with trans women especially. How does your feelings and the words you say towards any woman that's in your life, be it trans or be it uh, cisgendered, how does your actions impact their lives? Are they positives or are they negatives? Do you call your mom names? Do you use horrible uh, excuses like, I believe that women were happier when they were in the kitchen and making babies. That's violence. Straight up violence right there. And you may not agree with me on it, but it is. Because you're discrediting any possibility of that person wanting something different. You've told them what they have to do. And that's violent. And that's wrong. And we've heard it over and over again, you know. Uh, women should be in the kitchen. Women have no right telling their doctors, I need an abortion, even though it's their body. The doctor can say, no, because my God says no, or because I feel that it's wrong. Not your job. That's a violent act. When we take away somebody's rights, that's violence. I'll give you a good example of it as I close out. Rape is the ultimate violent act of a human being. It removes their rights to free will. It removes their rights to a life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It removes their choice. It removes the choice of anything and leaves them with trauma. That's violence. And that goes for any way you look at it. If you are being that way towards a woman and saying stuff and saying, I'm, I believe this, you can believe it all you want. Maybe you should just shut up because you're not the mouthpiece for women. You're not the mouthpiece for trans women. 
shut up and go away. Because we have the right to make our own choices. It's our bodies. It's our future. Thank you for taking the time and listening. If you have the opportunity to stand up and make a noise about violence towards women and violence towards trans women, please do so. The only way we can change is by force of change. No more soft words, no more soft actions. Rape is rape. Assault is assault. And violence is violence. It needs to stop. Once again, thank you for listening to Being Trans. And we'll be back next week with another episode of The Shadow Valley. We'll talk to you later. Bye now. Thank you.